Hey, Ben, should we tell them? I mean, I'd expect they'd like to tune in if they knew. Well, in a few weeks, some of the team from Dean Doctorates, us included, will be participating in Jasper's Game Week. After the success of the Aussie edition of Jasper's Game Week in 2021, the Jasper's Game Week team are bringing back more of the Aussie TTRPG streaming fun and fundraising in 2022. All of the funds raised go to charities for suicide prevention and mental health awareness, such as Beyond Blue here in Australia. Jasper's Game Week 2022 runs from Sunday, May 15 to Friday, May 20, with the Australian time zone friendly sessions running three times every day, starting at midday Australian Eastern Standard Time. We'll post all the details about which games the D&D team are playing in over on our Facebook and Twitter feeds, as well as where you can tune in once everything else is announced. I'm looking forward to playing some more and not being a forever DM. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching you play and not have to think about a thousand NPCs, as well as playing someone outside of Feromostus for myself. Going to be interesting. Going to be fun. Keep your eyes on our socials and listen in for more details in coming episodes. like reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out this very scrunched up piece of paper um and he hands it to you potential meredith is looking over her shoulder at the piece of paper it is a flyer advertising the book signing of heaven c quinya yeah potential mm-hmm. you aren't looking at meredith and a child anymore you're looking at a barrel that's just sitting in the middle of the road exactly where they used to be ah well he takes a step forward think i might investigate that barrel if you don't mind yeah i'm gonna cast invisibility He taps on the other hound, Fetch, and this hound goes shooting out towards that barrel. And now we continue. I'm going to, like, scoot out of the way. Uh, give me a stealth roll with advantage. So that is a 16 and 19. So this this hound goes barreling towards this barrel <laughs> and mm, leaps, like, with its, with its, its like, more open to, to catch the barrel in its, its toothy mouth. That didn't come toothy out. Toothy more. It... Yeah, toothy okay. more. It leaps out towards this barrel with its its mouth open to catch it with its toothy more, and it just goes clean through the barrel, which shimmers and then disappears. Yep, and Meredith and the boy are like very slowly but steadily like scooting up the road towards the merchant quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're like this, creeping. This hound is sniffing around where the barrel was, and starts to trace your footsteps Mm -hmm. 
All right, Meredith is going to like shrug the boy down and keep a hold, like a really firm hold of his hand so that they can like start kind of scooting a little bit more up the road. Okay. So as you're doing this, this hound is tracking you and this Mm -hmm. man is is walking following this hound. So they're coming towards you, Potentia. What is your dog doing? I told you. He's hunting, miss. And I... would advise you to step out of the way. She's not responding to that. She's not moving. Meredith, are you walking towards Potentia or are you kind of going to go around her? Um, They're kind of hugging the wall. So we're in the middle of a pathway. They're hugging the wall and walking along the street towards the, um, the, the merchant, district. merchant district. Yeah, we're that just going to keep towards, going in that direction. That will be towards Potentia. Yeah. Okay. So this man will, will whistle and that other hound comes across the road back towards him. Uh, so Meredith, you've reached where Potentia is. Potentia, you don't know where she is. Uh, do you keep going, Meredith, or do you stop? I'm going to stop and just send her a message and say, behind you. Recognising Meredith's voice, she's going to turn around and go to, like, walk down the street away from this person. But, like, mm. yeah. So she's going to go to... Cause and she I'm going to keep up. Okay, well, this this hound is going to keep tracking and this man's going to keep walking. And, Potentia, you see this man, like, tap on his... on the, the hounds that is walking next to him, the one that mm-hmm. was across the road. And he leans down and whispers something to it. And the hound disappears in a, in a spark. Give me an arcana check. <sighs> 16. You recognise that as Dimension Door. Yeah. Potentia's going to cross the street. Meredith's following... To get away from, like, just, so she's going to glance back at the guy and just be like, keep your hounds, whatever. And then she's going to go, like, across the street, just in a, like, I won't Mm. swear on this podcast because I know that some of our listeners prefer that I don't, but, like, F you kind of way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You cross the street and he goes to step off the pavement and a carriage comes out of the fog and he, like, stops caught momentarily off guard. I rolled low for you. Yeah, I rolled high for him. She's also going to, when she, like, is just as she's walking behind her on the ground, 10 foot square. Is that 10 foot on each side? What is a 10 foot square, Ben? Is that 10 foot on each side or is that 10 foot, like... 10 foot on each side. Can she cast... (laughs) Basically, as the carriage passes him, so not with the carriage on top Mm -hmm. of it, but as um, she's going to cast Grease behind her on the ground so that he they are just in it or mm. just about to step into it because basically same 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 okay okay um i need to make dexterity yes, saving throws so for him he what's your save uh, what do you see 14 he fails <laughs> he rolled low, stacks it <laughs> but his his hound is fine that's fine he stacks it um, so he's he stacks it, but the hound keeps following yeah. you. Uh, and it'll, it'll take him a moment to, to pick himself <laughs> back up and get out of this grease. <laughs> um, That's what Potentia, as she's done this, has just sort of picked up the pace a little bit. Not much, like not anything that you would notice, but just as a like slightly longer strides. It's like, okay, let's get mm-hmm. out of here. I'm going now, fine. Yep, yep, yep. So you turn uh, one of you turn a street heading towards the merchant district, and you'll get to like a little nice bit mm-hmm. of green area. 
uh, in the King's Quarter. And uh, as you go to cut across the little park here, you're, you're momentarily stunned because you find yourself not in a park, but in a tavern. But that, that's, no, you definitely, there were definitely, a, like you stepped off the sidewalk onto this park and then you were in a tavern. Give me an Do I recognize rock. that tavern? Uh, no, you don't. Okay. Good. Investigation? 24. Yes. Uh, this is all an illusion. Yeah. Because apart from the fact that there shouldn't be a tavern here, <laughs> everything is very small scale. Yeah. And there are five very drunk, very tiny men singing and and drinking very, very strongly. They look like leprechauns. She's just going to keep walking as though she's walking through the park. Because again, it's probably a park she's cut through before. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to basically walk through the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one of them who is like sitting on top of one of these like barrel casks who... Like, this barrel cask is not an illusion. You know this barrel cask is actually yeah. sitting here in the park. Um, and he's holding, like, a tiny, tiny little bottle of, like, wine that's appropriately sized for him. Top of the evening to ya. Best me on my way. Not sticking around for a drink? She's just going to glance at him and keep keeping her stride. Not today. Ah, uh, that's a shame, that's a shame. Um, this wolf steps into the illusion and is confused. Uh, and these little leprechaun-looking men immediately freak out. Question. Yes. I know it's an illusion. I'm going to keep walking. I'm not yes. the only person in this group of three people. <laughs> yes. Meredith. Should I roll some kind of perception check? Give me an investigation, please. Okay. I investigate so good. No, I don't. Four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somehow you're in, a, you're in a bar with tiny people. Like um, ti- gonna... tinier than the child you're carrying, tiny. Yeah, I am just gonna be like, what? The what? I can't see you, so I have to just keep going. Like, mm-hmm. I can't see you. Can I um, follow Potential? You can follow Potential. Um, she. I'm just will, gonna keep doing that. She will cross the tavern park and step through the wall like it's not there. Give me another investigation at advantage because you've just seen something that doesn't make sense. Okay, that's a 10 <laughs> and a 6. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the little boy keeps goes to keep walking and what do you do? Um, I think I follow. Uh, so the little boy, like, he's pulling your hand as he goes through the wall. Or I just, like, put, put my other hand out and, like, feel it for the wall. Yeah, you go through. Yeah, so I just keep walking. Uh, but there's a moment where you, you weren't sure if you're going to walk into that wall. Yeah. And you, as, as you're doing so, you look back behind you and you see these these five little leprechaun-looking men, uh, like, fists up, like, Come on, come on, come on! What are you doing to me? Come on! Like, getting ready to, to have a bit of a brawl. Amazing throwing little improvised illusionary glass bottles and things getting real rowdy uh yep but you continue on your way and uh potentia as you lead the way there's a a pop fizz and this wolf this other wolf like skids in front of you to a stop this other hound skids in front of Mm -hmm. you to a stop it's a long way for dimension door okay um and it like opens its mouth and there's this like frost that seems to like when you open a freezer that mist that comes out that comes out of its mouth 
Potentially going to cost sleep. Interesting. Uh, all right, roll it. At second level. Okay. For reasons. So that is what? 5d8 plus 2d8. So I don't have that many. So I will pull some d8s. One sec. Okay. Could someone max while I roll? Uh, it's just yes. arithmetic, friends. Come on. I'm your teacher. Yes. Here's your maths for the maths lesson for the day. Seven. Three. Seven. Four. So 21. That was easy maths. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then three more. Uh, six and five and eight. Five, 35, 40? 40. Yep. 40 points 40 of exactly. sleep. Uh, this wolf does not appear to be affected. Okay. I'm just going to keep walking though. Mm. She sort of grabs at her, like, when she casts that, she sort of just grabs at her um, necklace and keeps walking. Now, I need to make a check for this hound because it's being told fetch and you've just done something. You've tried to enchant it. So I need to work out what it's going to do to you. Yeah. Um, Okay. It's... It's looking at you with this toothy, this toothy grin, and you've just cast an like attempted mm-hmm. an enchantment spell on it, and you can see it's like it's the hair on its back raise up, mm-hmm. and it, like its tail is is pointed straight at, like straight out, and it's everything in this it's in mad. this hound is saying <laughs> attack, but it's not moving, mm-hmm. and as you go to walk around it, it looks at you, but it doesn't do anything to you. Mm-hmm. However, it's not. You can see its its nostrils like going crazy, mm-hmm. and its ears are like trying to zone in on something. Yeah. Can she cast a minor? Nope. Well, hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do Meredith because okay. she's behind you. Meredith, this hound is now in between yourself and Potentia, and you can go around <sighs> it. But it seems like whatever it's it's you can see its senses are going crazy trying to locate you. Mm-hmm. Give me first of all. Give me another stealth advantage. Six. <sighs> That's a one, but I can reroll that because yes. I'm lucky. Yay, halfling luck! Oh gosh, and that's an eight. So no, no remember I said, I said with advantage. She did eight and a six. I know that was with advantage. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, there, there's a oh. moment where like its ears stop twitch one more time and it looks directly in your position like your direction Meredith mm-hmm. and that frost coming out from its mouth it breathes in and then there's just this it exhales a cone of cold a cone of frost mm-hmm. uh, you need to make a dexterity saving throw <sighs> and so does this child oh no 11 uh, that's not good that's not good uh, and they roll an 11. So that's not good either. Okay. So you are both going to take 8d10. Oh, no. It's really fun. Eight. I can't see you right now. <laughs> 8d10. But you do. Oh, s- I'm so dead. You do see this cone blast out. Um, okay, you and this child both take 53 points of I'm dead. Are you dead damage. dead or are you unconscious dead? 
and rolling death saving throws because that's a different thing. I'm unconscious and rolling death saving throws. Uh, as is this child. Okay. Um. Uh, who becomes visible? Yes. Because Meredith is the one with the spell, so when Meredith drops the spell, he becomes visible. And there are two very chilly uh, people, little people, on the road. And this hound is looking very pleased with itself. Can I... Sorry, Potentia. Can I run over to where they are? Mm -hmm. So she's going to run over, put herself basically between Meredith and... The child. Okay. She's got a ring on that is one of the two that she always wears. The other one being the one with the sigil on it. This is the one that looks like a dragon. She's going to pull it off her finger, shove it onto Meredith's finger or thumb, probably by size. Wrap her hand around it and say Kespec. One of the the gems on the ring fades, and Meredith, you have the effects of a potion of minor healing. 2d4 plus 2. Yes! Oh, that's so cool! Hang on. 2d4. Roll, roll, roll. So I get 7 plus 9, uh, plus 2 is 9. You get 9 HP back. And uh, you come, you become conscious with potential, like, like, leaning <gasps> over you, like, holding your hand. What happened? Uh, this wolf is, like, it's slowly, like, pacing its way towards you. All you remember was that, like, it, it opened its mouth and then just mm-hmm. cold wind blowing across yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it my turn now? Well, let's let's do initiative. Yeah, let's I was just saying, like, we, we're, we're, I feel we like we're, yeah, I was gonna say, we're not we in combat that? right now, so... We are in combat. Roll initiative. All right, I got 22. I also got 22, but I've just gone, so you go first. My dexterity is higher anyway. Yes. Probably. Well, plus what's your oh, Mine's also plus three, so it doesn't help. Oh. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't. All right, well... But you go first. <laughs> oh, how generous! You're probably anyway. I just, um, but I just did something. So if we're rolling initiative, then. Mm-hmm. But I did that out of initiative order, which means that I could do something else. <laughs> this is what happens when Ben doesn't call initiative in time. <laughs> All right, I am going to cast cure wounds on the child because I'm right next to him. So. Okay. Get him up so he's not going to die. All right. So that is, I'm going to do a um, second level. Mm-hmm. So he heals 17 points. Okay. Uh, do you do anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm going to like pull him back at the same time and like scramble back so we're at a distance. Okay. Well, potentially you're up. Cool. So um, I'm going to cast uh, Melf's Minute Meteors. Okay. What does that look like? So essentially... Like, she's going to turn her hands together. Think classic. Someone's casting a spell. But in between her hands goes bright white light. And then mm-hmm. out around her in, in like, an arc above her head uh, and orbiting her are six tiny, think, star white, like flaming mm-hmm. white um, little meteors. Cool. And she's going to... F- send so she's still got four she's going to send two of those streaking across at the hound the hound okay roll damage so it's rolled a hit i no uh you roll a dex saving throw dex save okay 
And you take full damage on a fail, half on a success. Eight. So failed save, because my mm-hmm. thing is 14. So... Am I adding numbers again? Nope. Uh, 10 points of fire damage. Okay. And I've still got four of them orbiting around my head. Okay, well, your your meteors strike this this hound and the these flaming impacts deal way more damage than you expect. Yeah. She's then going to move herself so that she's dead between Meredith and the hound. Mostly because she knew it didn't attack her to start with. But mm. if she puts herself there, then that's what she's... All right. Um, it's going to charge you and try to bite you. Hey, this is your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM, Ben, here to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. Always love interacting with people on Twitter, and tweeting with the handle DNDoctorates really helps me see it. Plus, I always get a real kick out of interacting with fans. This arc is coming to a close with this episode, and next week will be the first episode of a Kobold Caper with a new special guest. I'm super excited for you to hear it. It was a lot of fun. It it got crazy. It got very out of control, and yeah, it was good. It was good fun. I hope you enjoy listening to that. Shortly after you listen to this episode, I will be going on holiday for a couple weeks, but don't worry, we have plenty of things recorded, so nothing here will stop. You just might not hear my voice so much during the Midstow messages, unless I pre-record a bunch of things. We'll see what happens. Have a listen and you'll find out. The next episode is coming out Thursday, the 21st of April, which will be the first episode in Cobalt Caper 3, Out to Sea. That's next Thursday, the 21st. You'll see it posted on social media. We'd appreciate it if you gave it a like and share. And that's enough from me. Let's get back to this episode right now. A 16 to hit. That's going to hit me regardless of what I was going to say, so it's fine. So you are going to take... Ouch. You're going to take 16 points of piercing damage. Ow. Big, toothy maw. And you have to make a dexterity saving... uh, Sorry, make a strength saving throw. Uh, Dirty 20. Okay. As it bites you, it goes to push you down, but you resist it. Yeah. Big strong elf. Well, not strong, but like, you know, big elf. Yeah been jumped by dogs from time to time and then it will uh howl into the air that thank you (laughs) that's what we're for (laughs) fun foley nimian's turn the tail comes out the whiskers pop he completely shifts he doesn't look like a little boy anymore he looks like a small white fox this three-tailed white fox and his eyes glow and in front of him an illusionary form appears and it's the illusion of the hunter he just cast fear and uh this Uh, hound needs to make a save and it fails that save question yes isn't fear 30 foot cone you project a phantasmal image of the creature's worst fear 30 foot cone so he projects it Uh in front of him but it won't just be 
that Ooh, creature's worst you. fear. Also you. Okay, Ooh. give me a wisdom saving throw, Culture. <laughs> it's just like, I remember looking at fear as a spell I could have. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> That's a 12. The spell casting save is DC 12. Made to beat. Me to me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I was not ready to start divulging potential's worst fears on the pod yet. That was not. So <laughs> it's not ready for that. Oh. Me to beat. All right. <laughs> okay. So, that so, was yeah. intense. Mm. <laughs> so for a moment, you you thought you saw something potential, but you're like, oh, that's not real. It's not real. <laughs> yep. And then we are back to Meredith. Uh, okay, so I'm going to pull out my crossbow and I'm gonna crossbow this dog. That sounds really bad, but that's what I'm gonna do. Crossbow the dog. Cool. Okay, well, if, if saying if saying crossbow this hound this dog sounds bad, say so call it call it what it is a hound of the night. I'm gonna crossbow this hound of the night. Um, so but she's gonna do something kind of fun. So mm. when she pulls out the crossbow. She threads a an arrow into the crossbow, touches it, and whistles a particular note, like a little tune sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, and the arrow bursts into flame. So she casts um, flame arrows, mm-hmm. um, which means I get to do an additional 1d6. Nice. I think. On my... Um, on your, on your crossbowing damage. Crossbowing the nighthound. Yeah. If you hit, Yes. If roll, I hit, yes. Roll a hit. Don't roll on that don't one. Don't roll on that one. Don't roll on that one. 16? Hits. Meet to beat. Yes! Yes. All right. So 1d6 plus 3. So that's 9 damage plus my flame arrow. So plus 6. So 9 plus 6, I do 15 points of damage. Nice. Oh, yeah. So how much of the, the that damage? That was 6. Okay. Oh, is he resistant? No. no. He's a cold thing, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course he is that's why I put the little quotation marks plus a whole lot more <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he he is vulnerable to fire alright so in that case uh, potential cool um, I would like to whip out my quarterstaff and basically try and bat the, the hound like just whack the hound um, with two uh-huh. hands because two hands <laughs> yep alright roll to hit 16 plus 4 so Yes. That hits, yes. Cool. Is six. Plus one. Is seven. <laughs> Bomb. Okay. <laughs> Get off me. Yep. Um, do your meteors do anything? I'm gonna I'm gonna use one. Okay. But it's going to land what does it technically say? Because this is the bit that I've got to get right. Because it says to a point or points you choose within 120 feet. So I would like to choose the like five foot square behind the hound, like not hitting the hound because each okay. meteor explodes and any creature within five feet take makes a deck saving throw. So, okay, so you want to hit behind it. Behind so it, so it, it hits it, but not me. Okay, yep. Yep, just with one. So that is... Dexterity save. Oh! Uh-oh. Um, ben, I have some bad ben. news. Oh, no. Um, you know how I rolled 2d6 the first time? Yeah. I should have rolled 4d6 the first time. Okay. Because it's for each one, which I did not read. Oh. So can I okay. can I can I roll two lots of it for this time so that way yeah, it all yeah, equals yeah. out? Yeah, great. I was just yeah. like, I just realized that I <laughs> goofed. My bad. 
Uh, well this okay. So one of these will be full. The other, this one, it makes a dexterity saving. Cool. So the first, so it's gonna... first one I rolled was was eight. So that would be the, from the first lot that I stuffed up and didn't give you. Yep. And this one is also eight. Uh, so it so, takes half of yeah whatever it would take. Half of that second one. Okay, which will be doubled. So it takes so eight. eight. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. So it would have taken twenty the first time, sixteen this on the second one of the first two. Mm-hmm. Then plus eight. Okay. Um, do you do anything else on your turn? Um, no. Um, on its turn, um, because it is under the effect of fear, it needs it must take the dash act dash action and move away by the safest available route on each of its turns. If it's moving away from me, do I get a, an opportunity attack to swing at it? If it's moving away yes. from me, can I use my quarter stuff for that attack Quack. of opportunity? Whack! Great. Um, so bonk it. Uh, 18 plus Bonk. 4 is 22. That hits. Uh, 7 plus 1 is 8. More points. 8, okay. Bonk. Bonk. The hound definitely bloodied. Patches <laughs> be like, no! Boom! Get away from me! It runs away 30 feet Bonk. and then takes a dash action and moves another 30 feet. Is it back in the leprechaun pub? <laughs> no, it's away. A different direction, Aww. like down the down the road and then it gets to uh, attempt to make the wisdom saving throw again end of the turn oh buddy why are you so bad <laughs> so scared wisdom is not your good save it's not the worst save, wisdom is rarely it. someone's best save unless you're uh, be- certain beasts usually like animal kind of things usually have decent wisdom but this one's not rolling great so it's still frightened can I, after I bump it on the head and it starts running away, can I just turn to everyone else just as like a free thing and just say run? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, because behind you, from where the leprechauns were, you start hearing a lot of, um, none of you speak Sylvan, but you recognize swearing in tiny little voices and also the voice of a, the, a man who's been uh, tracking you also swearing in Sylvan. So like we all look at each other and we're like, run away? Yes. Run? So you run through the King's Quarter streets into the Merchant District, getting quite a distance away from where you think this man is. Run, 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 run. Meredith, Nimeon has doing that thing that cats do where they walk around you, like between your legs. Because he's still a a little fox at this point. He hasn't returned back to being a little boy. Yeah. As you like stop to catch your breath and he bounds over to you, Potentia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and starts doing the same. Like, does that thing where like a like a cat will like rub itself against your leg? Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks up at you and in Elvish says, "Scritches." In Elvish back, I say, "Let's find your mum." You see his his tails just drop, and he is once again a little boy. Because she's got still three meteors flying around her head. Like she's not the person to be doing scritches <laughs> right now. <laughs> at the mention of his mother, he returns back to being a little boy. Mum. Mm-hmm. Um, can Potentia make the, the meteors just orbiting around like a necklace so that it's not so obvious when she's running around the streets? Uh, it's a, it'd be a very wide necklace. Or fine, maybe more like around like a belt. Like a, yeah, we can, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, just just in control of like in personal yeah. bubble space, not like whizzing around it. Um, let's say you're using your concentration to, to. Yeah, but like to like keep them in check. Yeah as opposed to whizzing around. If you lose your concentration... I have to concentrate on the spell anyway, so that's... Mm. They go away if okay. I lose. Okay. Travelling through the, the Merchant District, you get to the Soft Quill, and there is a line of people out the door, around the corner. 
Can I? Can I ask whether this is? I feel like this is a place that Potent has come before. This is a shop she's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Any chance she knows where the back door to the place is? Because I feel like it's the kind of place where she might have not made friends, because we know she doesn't do that, but like done a pickup late at night from the back door of the place rather than yeah coming into the front of the shop. Or like spent like so long there. They closed that, and that she was that just... it closed and they were like, ah, oh, you're still here? Sorry. Um, okay, we'll let you out to the back. Yeah. To this, the back. Yes. Great. Potential would like to go towards the back door, please. Okay. Uh, so you go around to the back of the store. Mm-hmm. Potential's going to look at Meredith and just say, take him inside. What are you going to do? Stay put. <sighs> Message me if there's any trouble. You just get an eyebrow raise and she's standing there. Like, she's she's annoyed she's had to do any... Like, this was not the day. Mm-hmm. This was not the bridge mm-hmm. reefer book fair and go get an organograph that she actually got agreed to come and do. Yeah. And um, Meredith just, like, looks at her and says, be safe, and then walks inside. Tries to open the door. Door is locked. All right, I'm going to slide of hand, open it up. Lock pick check. <gasps> that is a 23. You pick this lock. Uh, you open it into the break room at the back of the store. Mm-hmm. And there is a very stressed looking woman, a very stressed looking elvish woman, mm-hmm. who you recognize from the illustration on the back of these mm-hmm. books. This is the author, Pevensey Quinya, the author of the book series that you've grew up with yeah I'm gonna like clear my throat and just go she looks at you and you can see that she's been crying but before you can react Nimian like bursts through the room mum and leaps into her arms cute and she just starts crying as she she embraces him we 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 found him walking wandering out in the fog we thought you um might be missing him. I keep, I, uh, <laughs> I keep telling... And she's, she's speaking in Elvish, so potentially we'll be able to hear this. I keep telling you not to go wandering. Mum, 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 mum. Yes, yes. And he points back to... You, aren't, you can't understand what he's saying, Meredith, but he points back towards you. And, like, she, she looks up to see you for the first time because she's just been, you know... Her child is here now. Yeah. Uh, and through tears. Thank you so much. Anytime. He's amazing. He's a handful. <laughs> uh, please come inside. I um, I'll, I'll get my friend. Hang on. And she kind of walks out and looks at Potentia and says, come in. It's fine. Please. Potentia's going to take two step, like step backwards into the room, just keeping her eye out the whole time and make sure the door like, Shuts, locks, etc. behind her mm-hmm. before she turns around. We we were chased. There was someone looking for him. Was it was it a man in black leather armor? There were some dogs, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I know about him. Well you know he's here. It's not good. He's pretty infamous hunter of she looks at her son and in, in Elvish. Were you a good boy? And he, like, 
looks up at her and he buries his face in her in her leg and like shakes his head and she looks at you so i guess you know about him his little secret then yeah we won't say anything i appreciate that the the man that chased you is a, a hunter of my people he he works for a number of disreputable lords and ladies. Yeah, we got the disreputable vibe. They have their place, but they're not people I like to associate with. I can imagine. I mean, Nimian's a child. That's awful. Yes. I, I, I don't know if I can express in words how how thankful I am to both of you. Hang on. And she takes two books that she's got just like in the pile here. And she, what are your names? Well, I'm Meredith. And Meredith looks at Potentia because she knows that she doesn't like giving out her name. Um, dressed in this white fur coat that she has, she pulls out a custom quill and dips it in and then autographs and writes a, a, like a note like of thanks to you, Meredith, and hands you a brand new hardbound copy of her like first edition of her new book. Oh my goodness, Miss Quinia, this is incredible. I'm such a huge fan. My father read the, your stories to me when I was a, a child and... Oh, it's so good to meet you! Well, I, I hope you like this new s- series. It's not part of the same... Same series as last time. It's a new. I'm going in a, a different direction. I'm trying something new. I can't wait to read it. Uh, this this one is called Out of the Silent Plane. Nice. Uh, and, and and what was your name? She says to you, Penetra. Um, Potentia's just going to say back in Elvish so that Meredith can't understand. I don't give out my name for reasons that are my own. Uh, so in Elvish, she says. I understand what it's like keeping secrets. And so she will take the book and she'll sign it. To my son's protector, your best wishes in all your future endeavors. Thank you so much. My, my words cannot, you know, describe how much you meant to, this meant to me uh, and hand you this book. Seems like you've got a queue of people outside waiting for you to do just this, but for them. Oh, uh, well, I couldn't um, really keep going while rubs her, rubs her hand through his hair. Well, he was, but yeah, good now. Thank you again. It sucks that we had to meet under these circumstances, but I'm so glad to have met you. It's it's lovely to, to meet you both as well. Um, I've already kind of been delaying things for a few hours. What's 10 minutes more? Do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> I would love a cup of tea. Would you like a biscuit? You can see, like, like peeking through like the the door to the the store is the cl- like the store clerk, and they're like stressing out of their minds, but they're like they cannot <laughs> say anything to this woman. Can Potentia see the clerk? Uh, yes. She'll turn back. Just like, how about we make the tea? You sign some books. Once you're done, then tea. Okay. Well, th- what what are you both doing tonight? Can I? I'm going to be here for a little, well, a couple hours signing books, but if you'll look after, if you'll babysit Nimian while I'm out there signing books, I'd love to treat you both to dinner. 
Meredith, she like lights up and um and like goes rummaging through a backpack and pulls out a f- little flute and starts playing that song that she was humming and um goes off and sits in a corner with little Nimian and has a like absolute ball. <laughs> Potentia. Potentia's gonna sit down and like make herself a cup of tea by the door. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure. Okay. She'll go to stand up and she'll straighten her coat. And before she steps through the door, just for a moment, you swear you saw the back of her coat wag the way that Nimian's coat did earlier on. 